Hello guys, welcome back to the Creative Minds Podcast. I am your host, Brooke Armstead. How are you today? What is going on? I hope your day is going fantastic. Um, my day is going okay. I'm filming this, shooting this on a, on a Sunday. I went to mass, I have work later, and I'm just chilling out today. But I wanted to do an episode today on my kind of story of how I got into visual arts to begin with. But also, uh, recently I've been really rediscovering my love for photography, which has been a blast. It's been so much fun. And I want to just talk about that experience for me and um, also the gear and how I even got started in any of what I do now. And um, I don't know, I think it's kind of interesting and maybe you'll be able to relate, maybe not. Maybe this will just be a fun little story time type of episode. But yeah, I have had a wild journey and uh, I want to share that with you today. So I want to start off explaining how I even got into graphic design and photography and what I like to do now because it actually started when I was in middle school. So I never really knew what I wanted to do, uh, like like what type of occupation that I wanted as a kid. I always had tons of different things. I remember I wanted to be a dentist for a long time. I wanted to be like, just like random. I wanted to be a teacher for a while. Like I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do, which is like pretty much every kid, you know, you kind of change it up. Um, but when I was in middle school, I had, and I still have, but I started it in middle school. I had a YouTube channel. Now I am part of the generation that grew up with YouTube when it first started, like YouTube first launched when I was in like third, fourth, fifth grade is kind of when the beginning of YouTube happened. And so like I was there for all those classic YouTube videos. And so I grew up on YouTube, like I grew up watching, watching YouTube. And so I was part of the group. If you're a girl, you probably know that like 2012, 2013, like beauty guru aesthetic that was like highly saturated videos, tons of editing and like weird dubstep music. And it was all these like really just edited artificial videos. And I used to watch that as a kid. And so when I was in like the fifth grade, I started a YouTube channel. And so I did, I used to do beauty and fashion and like lifestyle videos. And I still have that channel. I think my my username is just my my name. But fortunately, fortunately for you, um, but like 90% of those videos are private. Not because they're like horrible, like they were cute for their time period. You know what I mean? Like they were cute for like a 13 year old to make. But I just don't feel they represent me anymore. So I privated them and um, I still have a ton of videos up. Um, some of them are quite interesting, a little cringy, but there's enough cringe of me on the internet, so I don't really care. Um, but yeah, that's what I used to do. I got into filming, like my first camera, my first camera ever was a bright red Nikon Coolpix, like digital camera. It was horrible, but I had a really great zoom for some reason and I would use that for like my first ever videos and I remember I didn't have like a flip out screen so I would put like a 
mirror behind it so that I could see myself when I was doing my makeup tutorials or whatever the heck I was doing. Uh, that was my first camera and then I upgraded to some sort of Canon. It was some sort of Canon with the flip out screen but it wasn't the T3i because when I was in my first real official DSLR was the Canon T3i, Canon Rebels T3i, which was like creme de la creme of YouTube cameras back in like 2013, 2014. And I actually still have that camera. I gave it to my twin brother and he still uses it actually. So go off to him. But I remember getting that camera, um, I actually bought it from my older brother because he was into film at the time and, and he sold it to me for like 300 bucks, which was a great deal. And that was the first real, I mean, it's a pretty entry level camera, but it was the first real camera that I had and it was awesome and I got so much use out of it and, and I started making YouTube videos on that camera. It had a horrible microphone and I did have an external microphone, but it was horrible. But anyways, in high school when I made YouTube videos, that is the camera that I would use. And also in high school is actually when I got interested in photography. Um, I always had a kind of creative side, but um, I did a lot of stuff for my local parish. Our youth minister always would ask me to take photos for things just because I just enjoyed it. I don't even know if they even used any of my photos, but I, I just really enjoyed it. So it was always fun for me to be able to photograph different events and stuff like that with that little camera. And did I really know ISO and aperture and, you know, all that kind of stuff? No, like my shutter speed was horrible, you know, but regardless, um, those type of things were really fun. And I think it just planted kind of those seeds of the interest in visual arts and the interest in, you know, kind of starting this sort of creative thing for me, you know, and YouTube also did that a lot. Like I don't make beauty and fashion content really anymore, but that, um, time, I guess in my life was great because I was able to express myself creatively through that particular medium of creating YouTube content and I learned so much about video editing and all that kinds of stuff through that and like public speaking all that through creating YouTube content so it definitely served me a ton um I still I post videos like once every like two months but it's not really the same type of content that I used to to post um I used to post like super regularly and it was like real like beauty guru stuff but I don't I don't do that anymore um but anyways when I graduated high school I bought myself a Canon G7X Mark II and if you are a vlogger you know that that's like a pretty standard vlog camera it's got a flip out screen it's really small and compact and it actually has better video quality, I personally think, than my T3i. And it also has an amazing internal microphone, so I didn't need an external mic. The problem with that camera is that I don't really use it. I still have it. It was like 500 bucks. I don't really use it because I don't vlog. Um, if I am creating any type of YouTube content, like that is the camera that I will use. Um, but I just don't use it a lot because I don't really make YouTube videos that much. And also I don't vlog in public. <laughs> like I will take pictures in public all day, but like speaking in public to myself, to a camera has always bothered me. And like, I can't do it for some reason. I don't know what it is. 
again, I will take pictures in public. I don't care. I've had, I've taken pictures of myself in public and people like drive by and like honk and like scream. And like that has actually happened to me before. And like, I don't care. I really don't care. But the thought of like recording myself talking about something as I'm like walking down the street, that bothers me. So I don't know if anybody, any of you guys are like that as well, but I just have not gotten over <laughs> Haven't gotten over that yet, but it's okay. Anyways, I still have that camera and I use it again for um, YouTube content and I like that it's just super portable and it's definitely a video camera. I wouldn't really use it for any photography stuff, but um, it definitely serves its purpose as a video camera. Um, and then while I'm in college, I stopped really making YouTube videos. Didn't really do a lot of photography like professional type of photography. I take pictures of my phone all the time. My phone literally right now almost has 10,000 photos in my camera roll. Um, so I take pictures all the time, but they're not like professional, you know, with a, a nice camera. But anyways, in college, that is when I got interested in graphic design. Um, my love for graphic design actually started when I started working with the Creation Project. Um, and honestly, the Creation Project has... Um, ignited a fire in me in so many ways and honestly I'm like forever indebted to the creation project um, one thing that I love about working with us is the fact that I've been working with us since the creation project's inception you know like I was there for the meeting when we came up with the name the creation project and I was there for the first sessions and when we were you know in development and I am just so honored that, that I got to be you know be a part of that because if it weren't for the creation project, I don't think I would have found this love for visual arts as strongly or now um, in my life. Um, I got into graphic design when I started working with the creation project because I had to create a ton of graphics and working. I was working with people on the team that I felt were a lot better than me <laughs> at graphic design. And so I felt a little less than, and this wasn't, no, you know, nobody made me feel less than or anything. I, I was held to exactly the same standard as everybody else. But in my own personal kind of insecurity, I was like, dang, I don't know how to use Photoshop this that great, you know, and that kind of stuff. And so honestly, it pushed me to work really hard and it pushed me to you know, learn these tools that I didn't, didn't know how to learn or didn't know how to use. Um, and it made me the designer I am today. And I am, again, forever grateful for that. So uh, the Christian Project helped me enormously um, with with that. And, and I still, I love graphic design so, so, so much. The ability to turn nothing into something and the fact that I can do it from the comfort of like my bed I think that's why I liked it also because it was that perfect time within like the pandemic to learn something like a skill like that because I could sit in bed have a blank sheet of photoshop open and then an hour later have something beautiful uh, and meaningful and I didn't have to go anywhere to to capture that you know what I mean whereas photography like you have to go out or you have to like it's a whole production compared to graphic design um it's hard comparing the two, graphic design and photography, and I don't even know if they should be kind of compared just because they are so drastically different, um, but I fell in love with it, and I, I've i talked about this before. My favorite graphic design style is like vintage typography. I'm incredibly inspired by advertisements, like vintage 
advertisements think like 60s, 70s, even like 80s advertisements with like text, like typography kind of styled stuff. I love texture and grain in my work. Uh, I like obscure too. I, I don't know. I don't like very kind of saccharine looking, um, shiny and new kind of stuff. I like things to look a little off the grid. I don't really know what I'm saying. Um, if you've seen my work before, you kind of probably know what I'm talking about, but, um, I like just old looking. Um, and I also like when my art looks very tangible. So obviously it's digital, like a graphic design is digital, but I like it to almost look like I scanned it in. Like it used to be maybe a tangible newspaper clipping and I scanned it in. I don't know if that makes sense. Like the way that I, um, I add a lot of like paper textures and like, um, I have a texture for my text that almost makes the words look like they were like printed on a page. Like there's a certain amount of blur and glow on the edges to make it look like it was like printed on paper. I don't know. I just really like that, um, type of kind of old, uh, look to my graphic design and you also don't need that much with graphic design. You need Photoshop or, you know, you don't even need Photoshop, but um, I use Photoshop and I use Procreate and I don't know, like I don't, you don't need like a thousand dollar camera to, to create enormous things. And so it just was perfect for me at that perfect time. Um, now... <laughs> I have rediscovered my love for photography and I, I've made some investments, um, but I'm really, really, really excited about it. So I, I've talked about this before. I am incredibly visual and I love Pinterest. I will promote Pinterest till the day I, day I die. I love Pinterest. I like I just, I hope they sponsor me one day because I just love Pinterest so much because it's just such an easy way to have a collection of like mood boards and inspiration. Um, I, I love creating mood boards for shoots or even like graphic design inspiration or like a, especially photography shoots. Like I love a mood board because not only for poses, but for styling, for makeup, for everything. Like it's just, it's brilliant. I used Pinterest a lot for graphic design inspiration because it's hard to find, you know, old, you know, graphic designs in the real world. You got to like look up like vintage stuff. Anyways, so I was using Pinterest for that, but I was finding a lot of photographs that I really, really loved. And specifically, I have this Pinterest board called Iconic Vintage. And I would just find all these just lovely, cool vintage pictures of like celebrities and musicians that were just so cool looking to me you know of like Bob Dylan or um Mick Jagger or Paul McCartney or all these like rock stars or even someone like Audrey Hepburn you know in her cute little black turtleneck um and I just found all these incredibly captivating photos and I already love kind of that vintage aesthetic and so I loved them <laughs> and I also love film photography, which I found a lot through Pinterest as well. Now, I didn't have a camera that I really could use to capture that sort of film look, but I'm honestly not quite ready to use film. My, my best friend has a film camera, but I still like, I'm not ready to, to switch over to film. Uh, so I bought myself 
a, this was a birthday present to myself, uh, in February, I bought a Fujifilm X100F with, it has a 35mm lens, but I also bought the 50mm uh, conversion lens, and it is absolutely fantastic, and has absolutely ignited this photography uh, desire, I guess, that's a weird way of saying it, in me, because it is absolutely so much fun to shoot with. Um, the camera itself is quite small. It looks kind of vintage style. It looks like a film camera, to be honest with you. And it has film simulations in the camera so that even straight, if I'm taking a JPEG even, like it'll look great out of the camera. Um, and it also has a great grain feature, which if you know me, you know I love a good grain. Throw grain on anything and it turns beautiful. Um, and so this camera, this little camera is so incredibly powerful and usually uh, it's promoted as being, or it's sold mostly as a documentary styled and like street photography camera. So a lot of documentary photographers and street photographers use it because it's so small. It's very, I don't know, not like noticeable or like weird looking. Um, and you can just carry it literally anywhere and capture kind of these candid moments and my favorite type of photography not only is like film and kind of vintage looking photography, but I love capturing kind of candid sort of moments. And um, this camera makes it just super duper easy. And so I've been having a blast with this camera. I also have a Canon 5D, which is a pretty standard, pretty standard DSLR. It's the Mark III, so it is a little bit older, but it still does everything that I need it to. And I also have the 25, 24, sorry, to 70 millimeter lens, the zoom lens, which obviously is pretty standard as well. So like I can use that for like portraits and professional photography. Um, finding that specific niche of photography that I, that just makes me just satisfied just like that visually appealing just beautiful photography made me want to create it myself you know um same thing with I feel like my my style of photography is very polar opposites I love candid you know weird looking I, I would say like 60s and 70s but like I'm not talking about like flower power hippie vibes it's more like film sort of nature casual I don't even know how to describe it you'd have to look at I have I do have a photography inspiration board on my Pinterest my username is just Brooke Armistead if you want to take a look at what the heck I'm talking about um but I have this sort of like vintage black and white casual sort of candid style of photography but I also love high fashion editorials um with you know the white background and the wacky clothes and the weird poses like I love that so much and I definitely would use like my Canon 5D for stuff like that and I do have um sets and stuff like that that I have um, which those are also super fun to do but it's hard to do photography like that because I don't have like IMG models ready at my disposal and stuff like that so it's harder to do those kind of shoots and it's harder to convince my friends to like do these wacky photo shoots that I have visions for and they're like I'm not a high fashion model I'm not gonna you know stand on my head but um I do have a vision with those um and I do like them so much and like there's nothing wrong with like wedding photography or like senior portraits and stuff like that like if we're talking about like 
actual photographers, like that's probably what's making them, you know, their livelihood, you know, and they're, I, I don't know, like there's nothing wrong with, with that type of photography. And I definitely will be doing people's portraits and senior portraits and, you know, all of that kind of stuff, headshots, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I just love the creative aspect of editorials and all that kind of stuff. Of course, it's just a little bit more flexible and a little wackier. And I don't know, I feel like my style is just a little more obscure and non-traditional. And I think pictures like that should just be visually interesting, not necessarily like American standard, like beautiful. If we're talking about like, not even just people, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't think that photography has to look beautiful by like American standards of beauty if we're talking about that kind of stuff. But I think it just has to be like visually interesting and visually cool looking. That's kind of how I view photography, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, it's been so much fun kind of rediscovering this this love for photography and like doing shoots and stuff my creative mind is just ha the name of the podcast no but seriously my creative mind is just like I don't know it just feels great I love it it's just I'm so passionate about it and um I can't believe I took like this hiatus from photography like I don't know I've just it's been such a blast and being able to kind of express this sort of creative ...ness within me through photography just has been amazing. Um, I will say I have run into some troubles or problems. One is it's really hard to find models. Um, my friends are super willing to do stuff for me, but I, again, I want to do wacky shoots. I want to do fun shoots. I want to do crazy stuff. And they're like, I'm not a model. I don't know how to pose. I can't pose for you. And I'm like, no, you can totally do it. So I end up doing a lot of my own portraits and pictures like I will take them of myself which is a lot harder because I usually have to set up like a timer or have someone take the photos for me uh so that's I don't know I, I prefer being behind the camera to be honest with you um for shoots like that um and then also where I live right now it is absolutely ugly out I live in New England so it's winter still and um I have so many ideas for shoots in like like I really want to do this sounds not smart um if you guys listen to my podcast episode with Jazz, we talked about um, my love for like horse photography <laughs> from Linda McCartney. And I really want to do a photo shoot in like a field where one of my friends or someone is just wearing this like ostentatious high fashion outfit and um, they're in like a field with like horses. Like, I don't know, just like the juxtaposition just seems really intriguing to me for some reason but like the fields are ugly right now you know what I mean like the grass is gross and there's no trees and like there's a lot of things that I want to do that I can't really do right now because of where I live but regardless it has been fun it's also expensive my Canon 5D even though it's an older camera was a lot of money the Fujifilm X100F a lot of money um but I think they are like investment purchases. And also I'm pretty frugal in the sense that I always buy used. I always buy refurbished. I always buy like, I'm always looking for the best deals um, for stuff like that. But um, it's been so much fun. And I don't know, I feel like my style of photography is not that it's different because it's similar to what people have done before, right? If I'm basing my style off of like Vogue editorials, like obviously people had to do those. 
But I don't know, I think it's a little different than kind of what I see a lot on like social media. I mean, I love, I have so many photography friends that do like these warm muted shoots and like love that. Like those engagement photos, like the sun in the background and it's super warm and like muted tones, like killing it girl, killing, you're killing your photography game. But I don't know. I like a little wacky, wacky shoot. That sounds so weird. And this episode, I don't even know what's happening to be honest with you, but, um, a little unhinged episode to be honest. But anyways, that is, that is how I found my love for photography. I'm so excited to be creating and it just feels good. It just feels really good and it just feels right. And it's a good feeling. It's just, it's super fun and I'm so excited and there's just, I want to do so many things and I don't know. I don't know if you guys ever get like that, but I just want to do so many things and create so many things and like get out there and shoot and just, I don't know. It's just, it's fun. And I have a lot of creative ideas and like I have so many like visions for shoots that I want to do but convincing people to shoot with me (laughs) is usually the hardest part and so many of you guys like when I I posted on Instagram um I was like please like book me please I'd love to take your picture um or please just hit me up so I can take your picture and a lot of you guys were like I will fly where you are Brooke and and shoot with you and I was like no I will fly where you are and shoot with you (laughs) so anyways um that is kind of how my love for visual arts started started with YouTube don't even look up my channel it's cursed to be honest started with YouTube then I moved to graphic design and here we are back at photography uh (laughs) it's been fun anyways this episode's kind of dragging on if you do want to see any of my kind of style for things my Pinterest again is my name Brooke Armistead um I think it's linked on my Instagram I have a like on my regular Instagram which is brooke.armistead I have like a link tree link and I think my Pinterest is linked um on there if you want to check it out just because I talk about it all the time and so and I've built like this Pinterest empire of just like thousands of photos so um If you ever want to, like, see inside my mind, um, (laughs) Pinterest is a really good place to do that. I've even had friends, like, I told my friend to go on my Pinterest the other day, and she was like, Brooke, this Pinterest is exactly what I would expect your Pinterest to look like. And I was like, yeah, that's true. We talk about Pinterest a lot on this podcast. I'm sorry if you are someone who hates Pinterest, because I just, I'm, like, really selling it. I'm promising they're not giving me money. I wish they were, because I spend so much time in Pinterest, but um Pinterest call me anyways thank you for listening to this unhinged episode of the creative minds podcast make sure to check us out on instagram the.creationproject and check out our website thecreationproject.art instead of.com we have blog posts up there podcast stuff is up there we've got a lot of fun stuff going on so um thank you for listening to this episode I can't believe you made it to the end and I'll see you (laughs) next hopefully we'll see you next episode i don't know i don't know if you want to be here after this okay i'm gonna okay bye guys